Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it! Say it again! The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Oh, not sexy, like real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Uh-huh. This is Kyle and Dave, and you're listening to the Boogie Monster, right? A right. podcast we always forget to do that. That's about um, some bullshit. Sorry, we got uh-huh. we, we got a note uh, from our network saying that one of the reasons that maybe we don't have new engagement is that we don't uh, we're not reaching out to new listeners. It's just uh, it's just me, you, and the ten people that keep tuning in every week, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, what do we need to do to engage the new listeners, to attract them to our dumb little podcast? I don't know, man. I personally don't really give uh, uh, two <laughs> buckets of hot shit <laughs> about it. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, we're like Olive Garden. If you're here, you're family, and everybody else can go fuck themselves. That's the actually, that didn't fit on the sign for Olive Garden, but that's the full, everybody oh else God. can go fuck themselves is the full slogan for Olive Garden. It's funny how after five years of doing this, some of the most basic fundamentals we still don't have a grasp of. Like, But, like, what, are we supposed to, like, set the table every episode? If you are a regular listener, regular listener that seems like that would get redundant. Well, no, if, if we were, like, sitting here acting like we're giving uh, pertinent information to the world, then that's how that works. You know, news, the newscasters are always like, hi, I'm... You know, this guy, this lady's uh-huh. that lady, and uh, here we are giving you the news. Uh-huh. But we don't, uh, yeah, we don't have that. So what? So we've plateaued. Well, mm. hey, hey, welcome, loyal listeners. Thanks for joining us on this, on this mesa that we exist on as far as the Boogie Monster uh, listenership is concerned. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess at the very least we could introduce ourselves every week, but uh, but the the pre-produced intro already does that, so I don't know. It's a, I mean, what what more do you want out of it? Do you know? When I was oh. in radio, they taught us to uh, to speak into the microphone as if you're talking to one person, not thousands or hundreds or dozens or whatever. I, I am. I'm so. talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> I have been doing that for five years. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, then I guess we got that covered. Yeah, it's a beauty of a co-host. I don't know, man. I don't know what I don't know what kind of shit you want out of me. <coughs> there Mark you go. Me. That's good there radio. Go. That's good uh-huh. podcasting. Right into the mic. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm sick, man. I don't uh I don't I don't feel well. Get tested, I'm dude. I'm going today to get tested. Even though I'm positive I don't have COVID. Don't say I've, positive. That's true. Bad choice of words. Uh, I don't think it's COVID. I just have uh, about once a year I get to a bad. You sound cold. like every motherfucker that died saying, "Oh, please pray <laughs> for me on Facebook." Every one of them said they didn't have COVID. Oh man, nah, I'll be all right. But yeah, I'm gonna go get tested. Just you know, to do the responsible thing. Yeah, man. Have you gotten tested ever this whole time? 
Oh, yeah. A bunch of times. Oh, okay. I have not. I've never been tested. Yeah, if I was, like, <laughs> early days, if I was going out somewhere or, or working, uh-huh. uh, you know, trying to get back, like in March when I was trying to get back before we got vaccinated, I would go get tested and uh, sleeping in the van out in the driveway. Right on. <laughs> on account, uh, you know, Rachel's got asthma and stuff, so we're not trying to mm-hmm. fuck around with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So what's going on with you, dude? Uh, I, I'm just hanging out. Rachel's getting back today. I'm just doing chores and, yeah. uh, and, uh, hanging out with little D, you know, what kind of chores you doing? I just, well, I had to do bed laundry, uh, cause I let little D hang out in the bed this morning. Yeah. So That's it's not, uh, it's not for new listeners of which there aren't any. I'm not talking yeah. about my penis. And sleeping in the nude. Well, if I if I sleep in the nude, Rachel makes me wash the sheets immediately. So, no, I let I let a little dirty. I knew I had to do the the sheets anyway, so I let a little dirty hang out in the bed for a minute, and then both uh, of uh, both of your cats' nicknames could uh, pertain to that joke: uh, Little D or Jenny Nooch. Je- Jenny Nooch. <laughs> I let Helen. I could. I'll, I'll call my dick Helen. <laughs> I used to have an old joke about how I call. Like, uh, I don't know what. What the hell? Did, I, I don't even remember the joke. Something about I called my penis. I called. I, well, I called my my testicles the backup singers, <laughs> like the pips. And then somebody, some, somebody's like, that means your penis is Gladys. And I was like, that would be less offensive if it didn't look like so much of a Gladys. <laughs> Looks like a real Gladys. I like Dave and Busters. That Dave and Busters, movie. yeah. My Dave and Busters. Gladys, I've never... Gladys Knight and the Pips. Dave and Busters. All kinds of unflattering names for my genitals. I don't think I've ever uh, come up with any uh, nicknames for my for my dude. Well, good for you. I mean, yeah. it's not uh, it's a board man's game. It means you've been active. <laughs> so real, real I heard just uh, sitting around pulling at your loose skin, coming up what coming up what with uh, nom de plumes. What time I heard a dude refer to it as, as his war sausage? I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, what are you been doing there, bud? My war I'm gonna, sausage. I'm going to call my nom de pubes. That's what I'm calling him. <laughs> Who says this show is an intellectual? Anybody saying this show is an intellectual can suck my ass. I got to turn out. I got my fancy. I got my fancy travel headphones on. So I'm blowing the mic out now because I can't oh. hear myself. I'm uh, hopped up on day quill. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, you're you're. <sighs> Through it, I smoked a, a whole joint all by myself last night and watched uh, Freddy versus Jason. Not a good movie. No, I mean I didn't expect it to be a good movie, but I thought uh-huh. maybe they would, um, you know, handle that kind of show. I'm getting into Halloween mode. It's getting a little cooler up here, even though it's just kind of early September. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into Halloween scary movie mode, and uh, yeah, I was kind of a turd. Who won? Uh, not the viewer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that one. You know what? I I fell off. I don't think I saw most of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Mm-hmm. I did like yeah, the I original did. as a kid. I, I thought that was a mm-hmm. good premise. And then the 
The Friday the 13th, I kind of watched for a while. Mm-hmm. Just because it was more like, man, how are you going to come up with another movie of like, why is Jason still alive? Yeah. But this was like, I, I, I don't know. I think it was originally must have been a 3D movie. And so they relied mm-hmm. more on the effects to uh, placate the 3D viewers rather than uh, story or what have you. And then I started watching the Creep Show TV series, the new ones. And those aren't that good either. I didn't even know there was a new one. Yeah, it's on, uh, I think it's from Shudder, which is the horror movie streaming. <gasps> but I, I was watching them on uh, Amazon. And I really love the original Creepshow movie. Mm-hmm. The, the, the one and two. I liked them both. Yeah. And uh, this one it had a pretty a pretty interesting one. I've only watched a few episodes. Pretty interesting one directed by Rob Schraub from uh, Channel 101 Days. You know, oh, okay. Written and directed. And he had a pretty cool one. But a lot of them, there's like no twist. Hmm. You know, like the creep shows kind of had some weird twist or why the v- bad guys were behaving like the bad guys. And you're just kind of like, oh, there's a monster. It killed you. Whatever. What's the one you were telling me about you watched the other day that you enjoyed so much? Malignant. What's up with that one? It's should ridiculous. I check that one out? It's ridiculous. You should. It's ridiculous. Okay. How so? Well, I'm not going to give it away. Mm-hmm. But well, give did, me something. It, like, is it uh, a serial killer? Is it it's supernatural? What, what's going on with it? Is it ghost? It's, I'm going to say it's uh, biological. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, all right. I see what you're saying. Without, I, it's hard to describe without giving too much away. But there was like a moment a, where I was like, what the fuck is this all about? It was hilarious. Like a science experiment gone wrong, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's got a little sci-fi horror vibe to it. Oh, there's a big-ass okay. fly in my room. Hmm. Sorry, that's not good. That's not good <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill. I've, it is, I do think it is strange how like we welcome cute bugs. Like how much we are just, we base our mercy on aesthetics. <laughs> True. We were talking about that last week with the squirrel versus rat, basically the same okay. animal. But Yeah. Why? You know, a ladybug lands on you, you're like, oh, adorable. And anything mm-hmm. else, you're like, get this thing the fuck out of here. Anyway, <laughs> so what's going on with you, Dave? What's happening? Oh, just, you know, guzzling Dayquil and uh, just trying to kick this little cold and Working on my wedding playlist. Got get fitted for a suit yesterday. That was exciting. Oh, I uh, I had a phone call this morning. I want to talk to you about this real quick. Um, we all know about the scam going around about your vehicle's extended warranty. Yeah, been going on for years. But I'm I just want to get somebody on their end to admit what what the fuck are you doing? What, okay, first of all, from a scam or fraudulent point of view, what is their angle? What, what are they trying to get out of me? Other they, they say confirm your your make, model, and year, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, I stayed on the phone 20 minutes with them this morning uh, trying to see if my um, extended warranty on my 1984 Dodge Aries was still valid and uh, never could get an answer. But what are they trying to get? What are they trying to scam? Hold, hold, hold on. You sat on the phone with them for 20 minutes, and you think you won? <laughs> I had nothing going on this morning. It was a slow morning. I'll say. But it, it was the principle. It's like, hey, asshole, what are you... Tr-? Like, well, the thing is, when they call, 
And then they immediately ask you to confirm your make, model, and year. And I'm like, you called me. You should have that info. You tell me. Dave, are you? And I'll I'll tell you if you're right. Are you acting like uh, these aren't well thought out scams? (laughs) But what is their scam? What is the scam there? Do you know? They'll just get some personal information, like a social security number or something. Okay. So with my make, model, and year of of the vehicle, they Dave, how were you ever a cop? Well, I just, I don't understand. (laughs) Neither do I. How the hell? I just don't. (laughs) Do Do you sit in the subway anytime somebody's got three card Monty going on, going, now hold on, hold on a second, turn all the cups upside down. You turn all the cups upside down, then maybe I'll give you another 20 bucks. I think it's just insulting to my intelligence that, that that's your pitch. Hey, confirm your make, model, and, and year of your car. No, no, no. What, who are you? What's your name? You called me. What's up? And, they're, uh, they're just waiting for an old person to fork over some info to bilk them out of their Social Security or Medicare checks or whatever. And I guess this is naive, but, like, how is that legal? How, like... How's the better business? It's not bureau legal. Not... It's Why Dave, are they calling me? Dave, are you new? <laughs> You're killing me right now, dude. You are fucking killing me, and you need to slow down on this NyQuil. You're questioning whether or not this is legal. Of course it's not fucking legal. What? No. It's not. It's a scam. It's a phone scam. They've existed forever. Uh-huh. But I guess if you're... In the spirit of the scam, I guess just I'm asking them to be a little more creative. Like, do better. Like, have a better backstory. Why? Have a better cover. I don't know. To make it more interesting f- for me. You want to, you, you're sad you didn't get ripped off. Is that? I guess. I guess you are so. fucking doped up. I'll say that right now. I'll give, <laughs> I'm going to give these listeners some good, some good quality programming. Are you upset that you didn't get ripped off by a phone scam? I'm upset that that they think that that could work on anyone. I guess you're right. Maybe just the old people or, you know, people who aren't paying attention. Sure, yeah. here's my info. But I would rather them just say, hey, what's your social security number? I, you won a prize. But to, to play the the They the do that angle, too, man. Yeah. But, hey, Dave, do me a favor. Don't enter yeah. – uh, don't open your spam folder in your email. <laughs> Because you'll lose, you'll lose uh, days, if not weeks. Oh man! I I I, I think you got to stick to the muscle, Dave. I'm I the think, broad, not the brain. I think you got to stick to the just the pure physical confrontation <laughs> to get to the truth. Because I don't think you're outsmarting. I don't think you're outsmarting these phone folks. No offense. It's- it's just, I guess I'm just bewildered that it could be, th- their approach is that simplistic, you know? Like, at least give me something more than that. Well, I'm just, sure they're coming up with something. Yeah. Oh, well. Have you ever gotten Good. ripped off? Have you ever, like, opened, uh, like, gotten an email and been like, oh, here's a, connect- uh, open this file for a thing? Or, you know, like, one of those kind of scams? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, we t- you remember a couple of years ago, I got every fucking penny to my name wiped out of my account because someone, to kind of revise that story real quick, like someone had an actual card with my number on it because they used it at an ATM. 
it wasn't just some sort of transfer fraud. Like someone duplicated a debit card with my number on it, took it to an ATM, and emptied my account. So, so do you respect that criminal more than the phone scam people? Well, in a way, I guess I do. You know, kudos for them for manufacturing a fake debit card. At least that took some effort on their part, other than just calling me and going, hey, what, what, what's your year and make model number? I don't know. I remember I got, yeah, I got my identity stolen like the same week as I got mugged in West Hollywood, and I had more respect uh-huh. for the person that mugged me. Cause at least you went out there and got in harm's way. I don't know that some, story. Instead of some coward shit. Where did this happen? Oh, this was uh, not long after I moved to L.A. Bronger and I were doing a show in West Hollywood and uh, walking back to the car. And honestly, the, the, way, the, the zigzagging of morality and luck and bad luck in this story, like, I, I drove drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've admitted that, and I'm not happy about it. But that uh, L.A. for a while, that was Wild West because there's no Uber, there's nothing, but everybody drank, and everybody just drove drunk everywhere. And it's not a, a bragging thing, and I'm not laughing about it, but that's how it mm-hmm. was. And so we were leaving a show in West Hollywood pretty drunk, or at least I think, I'm thinking so. If we were at a show, we were drinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was right off Santa Monica Boulevard, too. It was only like a block off. As we're walking to the car, we turn a corner, and all of a sudden I realize Bronger's not next to me, and some guy's kind of walking next to me, like, hey, hey. And I'm like, think he's asking for a cigarette. I'm like, I don't have any cigarettes left. And he goes, hey. And I hear him, like, cock a gun. Oh, man. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, what's up? And then Bronger's back at the corner because it was a couple. We walked by him. It was a guy and a girl. And a girl had, like, the hand in the jacket kind of thing, uh-huh. acting like it was a gun, but this guy had a gun. And it was just like, give me your wallet. And I was dr- I knew I was drunk because he's like, I'm like, can I just get my license back? I don't want to have to go to the DMV. He's like, you'll get your license. I'm like, okay, cool. So he like, gave you the- your license back? Well, I was like, all the credit cards are in the middle part there. And so he just took those out. And then uh, I remember arguing with him because I did have cigarettes. But I'm, I was like, these are pretty cheap cigarettes. I don't think you want these. He's like, shut up. <laughs> so I'm like, man, after I get mugged, I'm really going to want a cigarette. And uh, yeah, because I was at this point, I was on the ground. He had like I was on the ground, like face on the sidewalk. Oh, he made you get on the ground. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. And uh, so then, yeah, as oh. soon as that was done, car pulled up and they took off. But then we're sitting there like, oh, that sucks. Bronger ran up. He's like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, you all right? You know, cause the guy, the guy took like a like a cheap, like kicked me in the ribs. But it wasn't. I think like the car that was waiting to pick him up. I think he was like getting into a gang or something Ah, because it was not a very um threatening kind of uh event uh-huh like then they seemed like they were 15 years old or something yeah just go with this i gotta do this sir yeah and then like like kick me while i was laying there but it wasn't like it wasn't uh not trying to be a tough guy or anything it just wasn't a real mm. strong kick more to show his buddies. That I, he that's, did it. I think the car was right there and be like, all right, yeah. let's look at me. I'm doing this thing. But then we got up. <laughs> it's still the worst part. Uh, that sucked. But then I'm like, oh, let's just get out of here. Where's the car? Oh, the car got towed. So we <sighs> actually, I got, I got robbed in the spot that my car got towed from. So the city of Los Angeles got more money out of me that night than the guy with the gun. 
Hmm. And then, yeah, so we wound up figuring out, I forget how we got to an impound lot, if somebody gave us a ride or something. But that didn't have credit cards. It'll like find an ATM. I think Bronger still had a credit card to get cash out, and and then also that week, then I also got yeah my identity stolen. Un, I think unrelated to the credit cards being stolen. Damn, like it wasn't a debit card. It was like somebody. I, it was a rough go. It was a rough yeah. go in the early days of Los Angeles. But that uh, sucks. but I still like at least that guy you know rolled up, put himself in harm's way. Mm-hmm. The name I, I've still, you know, fuck that guy, fuck that guy forever. But more so than some fucking nerd getting my money. Mm-hmm. At least, <laughs> at least a real criminal got it, not some nerd. You know? Yeah, get, fuck those get, nerds. Get angry, game. You get ripped off by a nerd. <laughs> oh man! Did I tell you the time I almost got carjacked in Atlanta? No. I think I told this story. Long story Maybe. short, I had driven straight from uh, Boston. I had been out on the road with a buddy, and I drove from Boston to Atlanta in one straight shot. I think it was like, I don't know, it was 15 hours, 16 mm-hmm. hours, something like that. And I get all the way to Atlanta, and I drop my buddy off, and I'm going home, and I was like, shit, I've driven all this way, and I, I'm almost out of gas. I was like, it'd be, it'd be shitty to run out of gas on the way home after driving 16 hours. So pull in to this gas station. Uh, people from Atlanta will know, right on the corner of Ponce de Leon and Boulevard. To quote Andy's joke, a, a street so shitty they didn't even name it. It's just called Boulevard. <laughs> not, not blank Boulevard, just Boulevard. It was, it was like 2 in the morning. I've driven all day, just and it was a shitty tour. Like I lost money, the shows were bad, just mm-hmm. just a horrible commute home all day, just in a bad mood. Two in the morning, getting gas, and this like fifteen, sixteen year old kid just walks up with a butterfly knife, and he goes, "Hey, let me get those keys, player." And I said, "What?" And he he flipped the knife out again. Uh-huh. Goes, "Let me get them keys," because I was driving. Uh, it's back when I had that Lexus. Gold, okay, yeah. 96 gold Lexus. And it was a sweet-looking ride, even though it was 15 years old at the no, time. No, it was a nice car, man. It was a nice yeah. sedan. Yeah, I liked it. That's the one that we smashed the uh, <laughs> the passenger side Yeah, mirror. what's this wee shit, man? You were driving. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought the guy was playing or fucking around or something, and then he showed me the knife, and I just, it sunk in. Oh, oh, you're trying to carjack me. And I had the keys in my hand. I just dropped them on the ground at my foot. And I mm-hmm. said, if you can get these keys, you can fucking have them. And I just stared him down, yeah. and he just stared at me, and then he told me to fuck off, and he wandered away. And I think, I think I, when he was walking away, I told him to go home and get a gun. Well. <laughs> and then I called him, <laughs> called him a name. But uh, yeah. not, not, a, not a racial name, but a, a, name, a word I still don't A bad use. name. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just dropped the keys on the ground. I was like, dude, if you can get these keys from me, you can fucking have it. Like, you know, wrong day, dude. Wrong. You're going to need something more than that stupid little knife. I would like to and see I, the percentage of people stabbed by a butterfly knife that aren't the owners of said butterfly knife. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's <laughs> most of the injuries of a butterfly knife are from the person just trying to open a butterfly knife. Yeah. Yeah, they're tricky. They look good if you know what you're doing, but uh, not very practical. But yeah, and I wasn't, it, it, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't, I wasn't trying to be a tough guy or anything. It was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm not going to just hand over this. The guy was like 5'6", 110 pounds. He was a little skinny kid. I was just like, nah, yeah. nah no, no thanks. I mean, 
You can try, but I'm not going to just give these to you. And that's, I mean, like, okay, my situation, like, I'm not a a tough guy or a brawler or anything. It was just like, oh, you got a gun. And I I could see the gun. Mm -hmm. All right, sure, here, whatever. But say, like, in a situation like, I am going to fight this guy or something. Like, oh, yeah, then there's just a car full of other people right there. Yeah. Or just in general right now, again, I'm not a fighter or anything, but everybody just now just takes, like, jujitsu recreationally. Yeah. Like I've talked about, like there's no such thing as a fair fight. Like everybody now knows like five moves to snap your arm in half. Mm -hmm. Not science or logic or compassion. People aren't focusing on those as part of the human existence, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm tuned up and I've got, I go to, I go to a fighting gym every day. Man, the best is, and you know, I don't condone violence, but uh, I, you know, I do condone fucking Street fucking up justice. bullies, fucking bullies. Street but there, there's, uh, have you seen some of those videos? There's one in particular where it's school kids, and they look like they're maybe in seventh or eighth grade, and there's one big kid, you know, bullying some small kid. And the small kid finally has enough, and I guess the big kid didn't realize that small kid was a jujitsu dude. And mm-hmm. I mean, the small kid was like sub five foot, sub one hundred pounds, and the big kid was like he was like almost like a full grown man. And the little kid finally just had enough, and I forgot what he did. He engaged him in some sort of wrestling technique, and then took his back and choked him out in a, in a reverse chokehold. And it was oh, it was fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. And, and, you know, they're like seventh graders. And, yes, kids shouldn't be fighting, but, damn, it it really was beautiful to see that little kid be like, nah, nah, I've had enough of this, you big fucking idiot. Yeah, I like seeing that. Mm -hmm. But I just, man, I I don't know what I'm saying. Also, I'm old now, too. Do you ever realize you're old now? Yeah, every day. Too old to do shit? <laughs> like, uh, too old to, like, fight? <coughs> not that I want, not that I ever wanted to when I was in a, a shape. But, yeah, like, nah, fuck that. Man. I'll fucking fight you if I, all right, man. <laughs> oh, boy. What else going on? So you're home alone, just kicking it with Jenny Nooch. Yeah, man, I, I'm going to type, man, just let that, let those calls go to spam, dude. Okay. Okay. Stop! Stop it! I never answer my phone. I don't answer mm-hmm. my phone when people I know. All right, that's yeah. the beauty of seeing unknown. Fucking stay unknown. Keep your oh, keep dude. your mysterious identity, caller. Do you do this in the rare occasions that you do have to speak to a friend or somebody on the phone? Do you, like I'll do this with you sometimes. Like, do you send a a warning text? In advance, like, hey, are you free for a phone call or something? Like, I wouldn't dream of just cold calling a friend anymore. I just feel like that's almost rude. Some like, people are bullshitters, not in like the negative, make stuff up, but like want to just sit there and talk. Mm-hmm. My mother, who listens to the podcast, is one of those people. Just will talk for the sake, like it's an activity, like it's a recreational activity. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna go on a hike, just Let's yeah. Just like now, we're gonna have a conversation about what doesn't matter. <laughs> I cannot do that. 
Um, I don't have friends that can do. I'm a shitty person to just like sit with, like, oh, let's go have <laughs> drinks. Cool. In two hours, this will be a fun night. But the first two hours is just me not knowing how to talk to you and throwing booze at the situation to figure out how to bullshit. <laughs> The fact that we've had this podcast for this long, and that's essentially, this is all, this is my week's worth of bullshitting, is just this show. Yeah. I'm taking up all your bullshit time. That's it. Well, that, well we've, we've turned it into uh, tens of dollars. <laughs> the only time I, I enjoy random bullshitting on the phone is if I'm driving, like long distances. If I'm out on the road, yeah, I got an eight-hour eight drive or something. Yeah, call me. We'll fucking listen to each other breathe on the phone for an hour. Yeah, because now I can't do anything else other than talk yeah. and listen. Mm-hmm. But you want to you catch me while I'm in my house with all the stuff I've chosen to be surrounded with? You're not going to win. <laughs> when you're trying to vie for my attention here, and I've got a cat and video games and guitars and candy, you will lose. <laughs> you know who still likes to talk on the phone all the time? Katie. She will have phone calls, you know, just, just casual conversations all the time. And then to take it a step further, and I do not understand why she does this, and I've asked her, and I still don't really know what the clear answer is. She doesn't like to use uh, ear pods. Earbuds, whatever. She mm-hmm. will literally hold the phone up to your ear, old school style. To me, that's insane. If you had the option to go hands free, you know. And she's and these are phone calls she's having while at home around the house, and she'll be doing stuff, doing chores or whatever. But everything's just one handed because the other hand's occupied with the phone. She's like, I don't, I just don't like the earbuds. I like to hold the phone. And have you done that in recent memory? Where if you have to do that. Every now and then I have to hold the phone and I'll talk to somebody. And after a few minutes, my arm starts getting sore. Because it's like, oh, we haven't held this position this long in years. I feel like that's a a weird evolutionary trait that maybe we're (laughs) developing or or, or the the lack of losing that uh, power to just hold up a goddamn phone. I mean, I'd say good riddance to the idea of holding the phone to your head. Like, like, yeah. like of the few things in technology I like, you know, MP3 is awesome. No more CDs, all this bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. Great. You know, I know that doesn't uh, sit well with the vinyl collectors and this and that. <laughs> Less crap. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, holding a phone up. To, if I got to do that, I want information and information only. Mm-hmm. That's that's like the phone's up to the ear. That's when it's like nine nine one one. That's when that when the phone's <laughs> out of the ear. Every other time, ear pods or speakerphone, and I am giving you at the maximum twelve uh, percent of my attention. <laughs> that's how much you're going to get from me on a conversation on the phone. That's not about a, a business like my career or financial stuff or like stuff like information I have to retain. Nah. Mm-hmm. Text text message. Here's information. That's it. Mm-hmm. Save it up. Save up that conversation for a special occasion. <laughs> now, Rachel, wait, Rachel and I know we're on the phone. What's up? I'll be home in an hour. Okay, we'll talk face to face. And otherwise, yeah. I just don't have that much uh, to say to people. 
<laughs> and what you know well, what what am I supposed to one say? One thing one thing that annoys the shit out of me with with texting is let's say we're you and I are engaged in a, in a text conversation and then maybe it's you know some info maybe it's a time sensitive thing and then you just ghost me for 6 hours and it's like i understand also i understand the other side of the coin like just because i have a phone you know i'm not on call 24/7 just because i you can reach me doesn't mean that you should reach me at any time but we're we've already established a back and forth in this moment about whatever, a few texts back and forth. And then I ask you something that maybe is time sensitive or, you know, I'm leading up to the actual reason I'm texting you. And then there's like a four hour gap. It's like, damn it. Now, if you said, Hey, sorry, I was in the hospital or sorry, I was in a movie or I had, you know, but like a lot of times I have friends that will just take a four, six, 12 hour gap and then respond with no acknowledgement of the gap. That's, that's a little annoying. Well, um, it depends on the information. What information mm-hmm. is necessary? Nothing. Everything's expected to be immediate now, mm-hmm. but nothing's that <laughs> important. Like if, yeah, if, but- if, if 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 another call comes in, well, I'm on the phone with my mom. Uh huh. Jesus Christ! It's like watching somebody trying to land two space shuttles at once. Trying to juggle that much. Well, hold, okay. Well, they're called. Okay, hold on one second. Just hold on. It's like air traffic control all of a sudden. It's like, who gives a fuck? Either don't pick up. It doesn't matter. Oh, of, of all of, of the of the thousands of phone calls you take in your life, what percentage of those have ever had information that is a need to know in that moment? Much less than yeah. 1%. But every call is treated that way. No, I get that. But if we're already texting casually and then I'm like, hey, what time are you showing up to the thing tonight? And then you take a four hour break. I'm like, God damn it. We were we were back and forthing. Well, then and you now go I need, answer I need me. I need to know. Get fucking yeah. demand information from people. <laughs> Stop being a pussy about it. You yeah. did it to you did it to the car insurance people <laughs> who aren't even real. <laughs> you can't step up to your own friends like that. Come on. That's true. Sorry, I, have, I had a lot of coffee today. I got a That's real right, buddy. spicy tood. Yeah, a little spicy canane. Yeah, man. Just having the weekend to myself. Still no drinks. Smoking weed, getting weirded out by shit. Being home alone, man. I just being home alone. It's a wild one. Mm-hmm. Being home alone in a house instead of an apartment. Yeah. Because you're never truly alone when you live in an apartment. You still got neighbors. Yeah. But a house, whew. And then you turn the lights off so you know people can see inside, but you can't see outside. Or that's when the lights are on on the inside. Yeah. That's good, good, buddy. Spooky times. I like it. It can be scary. It can be scary home alone sometimes. I like, but fun scary. Like, I'm having fun Mm -hmm. being scared. I don't think, like, there's criminals. I'm like, ah, yeah, ghouls and goblins. Anyway, what are we what are we talking about? What are we getting into? <clears throat> hey, this is Kyle and Dave. This is the Boogie uh-huh. Monster podcast. Yeah. If you're still just tuning in 35 minutes later. Uh-huh. And we discuss a su- supernatural uh-huh. stuff. I'm saying this right into the microphone, Dave. There you go. Lay it on me. Scary bullshit. <laughs> Scary bullshit. Hey, you guys uh, like scary bullshit? <laughs> I thought today we would talk about... This isn't um, 
scary per se, but it's still, I find Boo. this topic, <laughs> I find this topic very interesting. Um, even oh, though I don't understand the listener, bro. The future of human evolution, Kyle. Yeah, gonna get bigger dicks. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we've been evolving for a long, long time. I forgot how long Homo sapiens have been on this planet. I think it's uh, a couple, two, three thousand, three point eight million, maybe. I don't know. I can't keep up. It is crazy if you think about like I can't the, uh, keep up with how long <laughs> human beings have existed. The 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 timeline of humanity, like uh, in terms of how old the world is, and then the the, the percentage of that in terms of how long uh, humans have been on the earth. That's mm-hmm. insane. I don't I don't know what the answer to that is, but it's uh, it's impressive how little time humans have been on planet Earth compared to uh, how old the Earth actually is. Yeah, anyway, we're not, I thought we'd, we're we're not long for this planet. No, probably not. But I thought, uh, you know, we've been evolving. What it, it, are we going to keep evolving? And if so, what changes are going to be made in our human evolution? And, and before getting into any of the notes or research, just off the top of my head, in terms of um, just the think of how different our lifestyles are now than they were even 20, 25 years ago. And that's that's just such a speck in terms of the, on the timeline. But just in the last 20, 25 years, think how different our lifestyles have been in terms of, you know, here's an easy one, but like phones. We're talking about phones. Used to, you know, 30 years ago, if you wanted to talk on the phone, you got to go in the kitchen or wherever you had your phone and just, you were restricted to that uh, little spiral cord. You had to go to a thing called a booth <laughs> and you had these things called coins, which represented uh, the monetary value uh, you possessed. Jesus Christ, fucking Andy Rooney shit, Dave. What are we talking about here? Back when no, I was a thing, there was a stuff that was a thing. That is a, is a big uh, trans- transformation, though, if you really think about how you spent your time on the phone today compared to 20 or 30 years ago. All right, here's one. Buddy, there Our are thugs. fuck robots. We know phones have advanced. There's robots that people fuck right now, all right? Let's get to it. <laughs> your thumbs are our thumbs going to change in terms of look how much differently we use our thumbs today than we did 30 40 years ago in terms of your phones you know typing blah 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 you know everybody i mean this isn't an original thought it's been talked about before but just the way we're all zombies shuffling around looking down at our phones and then you know typing shit with our thumbs like that's changed in just a few decades so where my point is how much, what's it going to be like a thousand years from now or 10,000 years from now? Like, are our thumbs going to get bigger? Are they going to get, you know, more detail? Like, I would think for that purpose, you would think the thumbs would get smaller so that they're easier to type on your phones with. Anyway, just something. If, to think. if in a thousand years we still have iPhones that we need to use our thumbs for, we're <laughs> fucking doomed. Good point. There's yeah, not hopefully. gonna. It, we're gonna be biohacked. It's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna psychically transmit messages within a hundred years. You they're think are, so? They're, they're, already, they're already hacking into people's brains that are like 
that are paralyzed and now have figured out how to spell things with brain waves. And ch- clearly, please go check my sources. There, it's the internet. <laughs> my source is the internet. But the, it, it, uh, that's where I think it. It's all going to be this fusion mix of uh, technology and biology mm-hmm. uh, that's going to go. I mean, think about it, like eyes got weaker, you got glasses, then you got contacts, and you got LASIK. Mm hmm. Now what's the point? When, when is it going to be LASIK when it could just turn into a telescoping lens that's attached to your eyes? Mm-hmm. I think that's where it's all going. That's not going to be th- thumbs to type. People barely, I mean, people already do the talk to text. Okay, good point. And I don't that. do that, I, mainly because I haven't figured out how to do it. But uh, even if I did... I'm I'm a slow adapter to it because it always decides to not acknowledge my voice. But that, yeah, these things are already like we're in the mid. That's what's fascinating. We're in the midst of these things changing. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like a few years ago, I first started seeing this when I was hanging out with the, this group of buddies who, it was the first friends that I had that started doing the uh, the voice command uh, for the GPS. I had a mm-hmm. buddy who would just be like, GPS, drive me to Walgreens. And I'm like, you can't even fucking type. Like, you, you don't even need a map anymore. I get all that. But, like, you can't just grab your phone and type in Walgreens. You got It just seemed so, I don't know if entitled is the right word, but just like, like, you, literally, you can't even type it in These anymore. These horseless carriages are a nuisance. <laughs> it just seems like you got to earn something. You got to put forth a little effort other than just speaking. Take me to this place. Like, you can't but even no, type you, it in. No, you don't. Why not? Like, it just feels like, I don't know. If because everything who gives were what that are you easy. Earning? What are you earning? Like, what, what well, righteousness do you have? Because you took your phone and typed in... Instead of uh, uh, taking advantage of the conveniences, I can't believe I'm the one sitting here defending technology, but mm-hmm. they're offering you these conveniences. Yeah, but like it's I, such I a like minor it's... convenience. It's not like some massive shortcut that's mm-hmm. disservicing uh, thousands of other people because you're, it's just a voice command. It's good. Do you not think it's part of a, of a bigger process of dumbing down? Like, in terms of, like, problem-solving skills, like, you can't even fucking figure out how to... I know you could figure out. I know they're choosing to just use that. But I'm just saying it feels a little bit of a slippery slope. What's, but what's the dumbing down? Is the dumbing down, like, well, this guy invented a light bulb. Now who looks <coughs> staying up too late? Like, no. What, dumbing down to what? Example. Hey, Hey, Siri, tell me how to get to the... Walgreens, so I can get my medicine. <laughs> like what? Well, I don't okay. It's dumbing. Dumb. It's dumbing down in that. What? Okay, go to Walgreens to get your medicine. Over time, you you all you do is just take me to Walgreens. Voice command. What happens when that technology is down for the day? The fact that you can't even. I've said I've ranted about this before, but people who use GPS in their own fucking town, you can't figure out how to get to point A to point B. With your brain instead of a GPS? And I'm not exaggerating. I know friends who live in Los Angeles who don't know how to get to certain places without Yeah, Los a GPS. Angeles is a massive city with ever-fluctuating traffic, and I enjoy a map that says, hey, you know how you normally go this way? Well, it's fucked because there's traffic. You should try it and go this way. I'll do that all that the argument. time for places that I know. 
I get that argument, but there are cases that where literally they're not doing it for that reason. They're doing it because I don't fucking know how to get there because I've never gotten there without the assistance of a GPS. Like I feel, but where that's the is it? The hospital or is it Taco Bell? Anywhere, just just the the ability to get yourself from point A to point B with your own cognizance instead of being reliant on a GPS. But that then there's the a, shit but then me. there's some asshole that thinks you're a schmuck because you're taking a car instead of a bicycle. If you can't get there well, of your own physical, uh, if you're of your own physical existence, are you just taking a shortcut by using a car? Okay, okay, that's that's a good argument. But do I you mean, see it, what I'm saying? That, yeah, like, but you can you can expound, you can uh, extrapolate this into any argument that mm-hmm. the, oh, this technology is providing a shortcut. Do you, do you use a remote control for your TV in your house? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> well, I guarantee you. I told you, you I got that- coffee today, Dave, and I'm ready to <laughs> fucking drag it all down. I. I guarantee you, if I had one of those TVs that still had a manual knob, I could figure out how to fucking get the channel on if the remote were to be broken. But I'm serious. I have friends that couldn't get to a show in the town they fucking lived in because their GPS was down. Like, you don't know what streets to take. Well, let's stop calling Los Angeles a town and start (laughs) referring to it as uh, one of the largest cities on Earth. Well, true. (laughs) That's not even on a grid system. It's divided by mountains and an incongruous roadway. roadway. Uh, So (laughs) let's – I think you're being a little – Simplistic on uh, just get. I can't believe this guy can't get over there. Because when I moved there, there wasn't GPS, but you bought a Thomas guide because that's how confusing that fucking town was. As you had a textbook of maps that you carried around in your car. Yeah, that I still referred to all the time because when you're going through a major city that's not on a grid system, you're not going to remember all the places you have to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying it just seems like. There's very little priority put on just learning orientation, just knowing where the fuck you are. I know grown adults that don't know north, south, east, west because they don't have to. And I get the argument. Why not take advantage of it? But, like, it just still seems like a nice contingency plan to have in your back pocket to know where the fuck you are and how to get somewhere without relying on technology. I know grown adults who did not spend 20 minutes on the phone with the fucking car insurance scammer today because they know not to pick up the phone because it's a scam, Dave. So I was let's, bored. Let's give a little perspective here. <coughs> hey, what's up? It's me, Dave. We're going to go ahead and stop this episode here. Uh, make this a two-parter. This is the. Uh, this concludes part one of the future of human evolution. We had some behind-the-scenes production issues, no big deal that, uh, you know, kind of forced us to chop this into two parts. So, again, not a big deal, but we're going to go ahead and land this plane right here, and uh, we will continue with part two next week. Uh, But before we get out of here, I want to let you know where you can see Kyle this weekend. Thursday, he'll be in San Francisco, California at Bimbo's 365 Club. I think uh, tickets still available for that. Friday the 17th, two shows in Oakland uh, at the New Parish, one at 7, one at 10. And then Saturday, if you're in Sacramento, California, you can catch him at the Sophia, home of the B Street Theater. So, uh, 
yeah, if you're around, San Francisco on Thursday, Oakland on Friday, Sacramento on Saturday. That's where you can see Kyle. Uh, my date's uh, still coming up later in October. I'll be in Reno. I'll be in Seattle, Portland, Eureka. All those dates can be found at DumbDaveStone.com. Also, if you're not a member of the Patreon yet, you can head over to Patreon.com slash BoogieMonster and uh, catch some of our Really dumb bonus content. I think uh, we, we offer about uh, two bonus episodes a month. We got the uh, Q&A, and then we have uh, either Dave's Record Room or Dave's Kitchen, whatever I feel like doing that month. So check out the Patreon, four bucks a month, just one tier. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated. So uh, catch all Kyle's stuff at KyleKinane.com, my stuff at DumbDaveStone.com. Thanks for listening. We will catch back up with you for part two of the Future of Human Evolution next week right here on The Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster. Network.